Blog Talk Radio. This is John Dias, Jason Stead, and you're listening to Christcast 2020. There ain't no practice runs in life. That is right. This is not a test. It's the real thing. It's the ChristCast 2020. My name is Jason Dias alongside Kiki Culpepper. Two generations with one mission to recruit an army of digital disciples for the glory of God. Finally didn't step on her line there. (laughs) We are at Chick-fil-A at West Point Village. And we want to remind you to get the Chick-fil-A app. One app with endless awesome. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. Eat more chicken. And believe it or not, we're only about, I don't know what it was like out of the uh, Culpepper compound this morning in a super secret area of the Bear Creek River Valley. Where no service at all. <laughs> but um, I felt a little bit of a coolness in the air this morning. We're only weeks yeah. away from the holiday season. And if you don't want to sweat out the office potluck with the <laughs> vegetarian dish of kale and gluten-free crockpot. Carrots and whatnot. Yes, or the polar opposite of heart-clogging barbecue. You can get a Chick-fil-A catered meal for your office party. It's pretty good. And everyone will be happy. Uh, Because who doesn't love Chick-fil-A? Everybody loves Chick-fil-A. Well, maybe except for people who are allergic to peanuts. That's possible. Um, (laughs) We do want to send a couple of quick shout-outs. It is... uh, Happy anniversary, one-year anniversary for your church. Yes, uh, Hope Presbyterian is having our one-year anniversary this Sunday, and we are having a luncheon together for our church. If you want to come out and visit, we're at the New Braunfels Rec Center, so That's please right. hit us up. And if you are one of those vegetarians bringing in the gluten-free crock-pot meal of yes. kale and beans, I apologize in advance. Um, got a prayer request for our, somebody we know and love, Kathleen yes. Patch and her family, um, dealing with I the vagaries that easy now. Of, <laughs> of things that happen at a certain age of their kiddos. So they're dealing with some heavy-duty things. So of course, we send, we're going to send a real prayer to yeah. the Patches. We're not just going to put an icon on Facebook. Facebook. And then I've got to send a shout out to someone who must not be named. Um, A secret. A young lady from my church is going on a two-year mission in North Africa to a primarily Muslim country. And I can't even say her name, but she's going for two years. And I told her, when I went to that part of the world, at least I had a high-powered rifle. (laughs) She's going with nothing but her Bible. And I told her, that makes you a lot braver than I ever was. So we wish the very best for her. Yes. And today we're talking about the book of Proverbs, the Just, one and all. That's right, one of the, the absolute, one. <laughs> one of the best books anywhere. And to get started, I went ahead and looked at my Chick-fil-A rewards. How many points do I have, Kiki? He has 161 points, probably all thanks to me. Yes, pretty much all of Kiki's <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> and, uh, because he's nice and buys me breakfast. And 838 points later, I will win a free chicken nugget. Now, um, but one of the things about Proverbs is that you can take any number and you will find a great Proverb, and so I took 161. I went to Proverbs chapter 16, verse 1, and the proverb is To humans belong the plans of the heart, but from the Lord comes the proper answer of the tongue. And I'm like, You can't hmm. go wrong in the book of Proverbs. And you kind of got us started last week when you said you have to fear and love the Lord. Yes, and so like, no, because God is all powerful, so it's like 
That's a lot of power. You should be scared of that, but you should love him with all your heart and because of that. And take his advice, which is what Proverbs is. And so you kind of pre previewed this great proverb last week. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, which is Proverbs 1, verse 7. That's right. The book of Proverbs, if you read it, you'll see a lot of times it'll start with my son. It, it really is from an older generation to a younger generation, which is why I had my dad up front there. Who it's gave not me, my family this time. <laughs> he gave me a lot of advice when I was your age. Unfortunately, I didn't take any of it. Mm. So um, it is only the love of my, my wonderful Catholic parents that were not, that I didn't meet Kiki as part of a prison ministry over at the Hondo <laughs> Maximum Security uh, compound down in through Hondo, Texas. Wall. Yeah, through a three-inch plexiglass, uh, plexiglass window. Um, but we talk about who wrote the book. Uh, who wrote the book? It's a lot of people. So Proverbs, like Psalms, named multiple people as the authors in certain sections of the whole book. And Solomon is identified as the main author of the book, but the final two chapters identify Agur and Lemuel as their authors, though nobody knows. No one knows. Who. It's kind of weird. It's like a it's just like mystery. Name, but yes. no face. <laughs> and thankfully, Kiki didn't point out that I totally skipped my part. Where are we in the That's Bible? That's why I was like pausing in between. I was like, wait. Pause. We'll edit the pause. The, the, where are we in the Bible? The composition of Proverbs remains one of the most difficult questions to answer about the book, but because most of the attributions are to King Solomon, it would be after his death, which is 931 years before the birth of Christ and it is it is it's the book of the Bible that accomplishes something no other book of the Bible it foreshadows does. very heavily it does and it like I said it I'm, I'm speaking to my family I'm doing this thing this year called family mission I'm reaching out to people in my family whom I love but don't love God or fear him and mm. they look at the Bible as this book of Just judgmental book. yeah it's and we didn't find out in the book of Judges the book of Judges are very judgmental but <laughs> But I tell them, look, there's a lot of practical advice in the Bible. And just because it comes from the Bible doesn't mean it's bad advice. doesn't make yeah. it bad advice. And maybe I'm naive, but I don't give Kiki a lot of advice. I don't, we, don't, no. we don't have that relationship on the show. We're equal. We're friends. We're friends and we're equal. That's why I'm allowed to punch him. On this show, the only thing I tell her is to drive carefully. Now, yeah. um, so when we get back from the break, we're going to talk about Proverbs and, and things that I think are relevant, especially to people in your yeah. age group, and we'll do it all right after this. A few years ago, Kiki and I had the opportunity to interview the CEO of Chick-fil-A Incorporated, Mr. Dan Cathy, and when Kiki asked him about advice for her generation, he quoted from the book of Proverbs. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Uh, you're never going to figure it out, Kiki. Let me just tell you, if you had the wisdom of Jack Welch, who runs GE for many years, and, and or Steve Jobs, or whoever else, other great business icons out there, you're never going to be smart enough. So just give up and say, God, and then verse 6, he says, in all your ways you acknowledge him and he'll direct your path. And that's worked for us for 70 years, and that would be my advice to you too. All right, we're back from the break. Welcome back. <laughs> All right, I picked out one because when I was your age at 16 was the first time I really first stressed out about money. 
I know that seems been, odd. <laughs> 16. I, like, I have this job, so I think I'm pretty good. I had a job at the shoe store making a whopping three, $3.35 an hour plus the minimum commission. Minimum wage is $7.50 now. And I bought a motorcycle, and, and I started worrying about if my hours got cut, if I wanted to buy a new pair of jeans, I wanted a red leather, a red helmet, a red leather jacket. Oh, God. And I sort of declared independence from my parents. I still live there. I, I love my parents, but I was sort of out of my own by the time I was 16, even though I lived at home. And so this is one of my favorite it's Proverbs. It's like you're just never home. It was, it's Proverbs 22.7, and it's great advice for old and young alike, and it is the borrower is slave to the lender. And so when I was in New Braunfels for the first few years, I really was big on not having any debt. I don't have any credit cards. And now mm-hmm. I find out that's a bad thing. You go to try to rent a yeah. car, and they're like, where's your credit card? Well, you I don't need have a credit one. Card. And they look at you like, what's wrong with you? Everyone has a credit card. Well, I don't. I don't. I, I pay because cash for everything. I'm like, I have money. That's right. Why would I use a credit card to buy the chicken minis every week. That would be like paying for them three times. And I didn't learn yeah. my lesson in the Army. I bought a VCR on the easy payment plan. I probably spent $1,000 on that $150 VCR. Oh, God. But I had it for years. But that is a great advice. The borrow is slave to the lender. And you hear all this stuff about student loan crisis and things like that. Yeah, it's like it's, people think about going into college is almost a bad thing now because you're just going to be walking out with more debt. Um, young people walk out. They've got a mortgage but no house and no job. And it is. So I know I tease you about soccer, but if you get yourself a scholarship for playing soccer, good on you. All right? I'm working on it. I'm working on it. <laughs> and then I thought, what's a good proverb for the young people? So a good proverb for the young people is, my child, do not forget my teenies, but keep my commands in mind. But then you will live a long and your long time and your life will be successful. Now, that doesn't sound like such a bad deal. No, that sounds pretty good yeah. in my mind. You know, even, you know, we've become bifurcated in this country between people like us, Christians, and people that look at the Bible and Christianity and see it as this oppressive thing, this terrible thing. There's no bad advice no. that you that's, see that's in That's almost part. for anyone, it's not just young people. Hey, you don't want to you don't want to go to a Bible study on Wednesday. You don't want to go to church on Sunday. You'll still be better off if you don't borrow a lot of money, and if you listen to some of the advice in the Bible, you will have a long and successful life. Our mm-hmm. good buddy, um, Pastor Tim, and don't forget about um, Pastor Tim on Tuesdays. Two minutes with Pastor Tim. He heard yeah. his voice on Alexa yesterday, and he thought oh. that was so cool. Um, don't forget his two-minute digital devotional on Tuesday. And I asked him, hey, what's your favorite proverb? And he sent along Proverbs 1, verses 8 and 9. My son, hear my instructions of thy father, and do not forsake the law of your mother, for they shall be an ornament of grace upon your head. So keep word, listen to your mom and dad, <laughs> don't do dumb stuff. And Kiki's dad is sitting right over there, and he yeah. can probably agree with that. He probably imparts all kinds of good advice. And, and the difference between Kiki and myself at 16 is she probably actually takes some of it. There was a phone conversation I had with my dad when I was at the National Training Center in the Army. I called um, home one day, and he happened to be home, which was really unusual. Greatest conversation. I realized my dad was right about everything. <laughs> he had been right about everything he ever told me. So, like I said, um, the reason... Those this, parents do know what they're talking about. They do know what about. they're talking about. Why this book is so important and how we apply it today, the book is not just about advice. It's about honesty. It's about how parents and elders have a unique responsibility to pass on their faith. And also... Then the Proverbs remind us that God concerns himself with us and not just with big events of life, but those that are like the smallest that you forget about. Like... Everything that you do, 
God remembers those, and God thinks they're amazing things that he blessed us to do. Yeah, it's not, he really does care about the little things in life. What you feel when you get out of bed, your job, your issues with your coworkers, issues it's like with you, your fellow students. It's like you brushed your teeth. Good job. Good job. Absolutely yeah. right. And like I said, um, it's not just about being judgmental. The Bible is not just about um, telling you what to do, but if you follow it, you will have a very, very good life. I spend my day on social media because of my other yeah. business, and I read these silly affirmations. But then I make him drive all the way over here. <laughs> And I enjoy it. But people in the secular world post these affirmations like, be your best today. Really? Because I was thinking about being my worst today. There's actually a better proverb, and you get yourself in the Bible where you belong. Proverbs is like the original Instagram and Twitter for King Solomon hacking out. Yeah, because they're fast and they're quick. But they are, they are, um, they are important. And again, God does care about the little things, the little things in your life. Um, speaking of which, Kiki just gave me the look, which means it's time to wrap it up. Well, I'm like, it's 7:50, man. My name is Jason Dias, alongside Kiki Culpepper. This is the Christcast 2020, and to God be the glory. Christ is rising like this.